Hey everybody! Today's sponsor for Blowhard is Audible. Uh, Audible has an unmatched selection of audiobooks, original audio shows, news, comedy, and more. You can get a free audiobook with a 30-day trial at www.audible.com. I've spent the past couple of weeks driving around the South working uh, on a project. And one thing that's definitely kept me company is uh, Audible. Um, and one of the coolest things I've been listening to is Born to Run, read by nobody other than the boss himself, Bruce Springsteen. To hear a man talk about his world in his own words is an incredible thing, and it's uh, really powerful and inspiring. So you can hear that and so much more at audible.com. With an unmatched selection of audiobooks, original audio shows, news, comedy, and more, you'll find what you're looking for. You get a free audiobook with a 30-day free trial by signing up at audible.com slash blowhard. So you can help us out a little bit. So thank you very much, and welcome to Blowhard. <laughs> Welcome to Blowhard. Welcome back. It's been a while. We've been on a bit of a hiatus. Lots going on. Elections, Kickstarter campaigns, madness, craziness. I got a case of the gout. Uh, things have been interesting and uh, holidays happened. So I have been on a bit of a hiatus. I apologize. I definitely appreciate you guys listening and, and uh Anybody who is listening, but uh, I I will try, and uh, I don't know if it's going to be weekly, uh, but I'm definitely going to try and get at least two or three up a month. Um, so I'll try and be fairly reliable and kind of keep it going, because being a follower podcast myself gets annoying when you start listening to stuff, and then the fucking person disappears, and like, wait a fucking, what, what's going on now? So I hate to be unreliable. I'm also going to go down south and start filming soon. So there should be some interesting stuff down there. Um, Jason is still dealing with his stuff. I, you know, I don't think that he's certainly not going to be the coast anymore. It was wonderful to have him while we could. But um, we're definitely going to have an interesting array of co-hosts coming up. Um, I really wanted to kind of, uh, coming back, I'm gonna bring, I wanted to bring back Glow. Um, she's kind of, she's, look, she's my mother. So it's really fun to kind of have a chance to sit and, uh, kind of talk the shit with your mother and drag her into your world of podcasting. So glow. Welcome. Hello, everybody. Last time people kind of laughed because you really gave me shit last time. Why? Because you were on my butt about things that I was saying. You were, you were, uh, you were attacking me. Well, let's not talk about the election because I'll attack you again. This is getting pretty boring. Every time you turn on the TV, Facebook even, they've taken over my Facebook. So no elections. Just but it's important to talk about it, no? No, I don't want to talk about it anymore. 
Just watching you at 6.30. Matthew McConaughey just said that we all got to get together and like Trump. Well, I I don't mind Trump, but I think he's getting crazy. I don't think he's careful with the people he's selecting. Uh, I don't know what he's thinking. Anyway, I'm sure he means well, so let's see what he does. You think he means well? Yeah. He may bring us to war, but it means well. Anyway, I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk maybe about this crazy winter. I don't want to talk about the crazy winter. Well, we. You know what I want to talk about? You know what I want to talk about? Yesterday we were driving the car. Yeah. And having a, a, a... Again, I'm suffering from the gout. And yesterday... My mother was kind enough to come into the city to my apartment and pick me up and bring me to a doctor's appointment because I'm a lame person right now. I'm, and uh, so that was very nice of you. Thank you, Gloria. Well, you did it for me. Well, there you go. Um, but we were driving the car together, having a conversation, and you said something that I thought was, look at you, you're looking at me suspiciously. I don't think there's anything bad about what I'm going to say. You said... Uh, in my poor with a doctor, I was, I was, uh, I had a, a bad experience. What? Okay. In my poor with the do- you look like I'm about to. What I'm about to say is actually a, a very. You said a very honest and nice, interesting thing. Okay. But you look very nervous. Okay. But you said I said that the the doctor I didn't think she treated me well, and you said Malcolm, sometimes bigger people aren't always treated fairly. No, I didn't say that we're treated fairly, but I don't think sometimes we get the same respect that other people do. I think it's human nature uh, when you see somebody who's fat <laughs> that I remember your father. Your father wasn't fat, but when he got sick, every time he went to the doctors, he dressed up. And I remember him saying, if you look like a gentleman, they'll treat you like a gentleman. And you know what? It is so true. The way you look has a lot to do with people's attitude towards you. I know people don't want to believe that, but it definitely is true. I would, say, I would honestly say that there's a lot. I mean, the fat is one of your last allowable. Well, now there's all prejudices are allowable, but fat used to be the last allowable prejudice. And essentially, people are just like, if you're, you know, if if there's something, you know, I have gout, and the doctor's mind is like, well, yeah, you're a fat idiot. Of course you've got gout. It's your fault. It's your problem. And you know, I'm not going to sit here. I don't want to sit here and moan and complain about how hard it is to be a heavy person or anything like that. But I think that it's it's very interesting concept, as you said, that it's kind of the last allowable prejudice. That's true. Anyway, that was it was nice. Mom, the Oscars are coming up. We've had so many uh, awards. It's actually getting boring. It's too many. We have nearly every other... Week. You're just a bored person. You're bored with politics. You're bored... We, we... No, I'm not bored with anything, but I think that all these... Uh, they're overdoing it with all these awards. You know what's interesting? I've realized I've stopped going to see movies. I've, I've lost... Not only have I stopped... I've lost complete interest in movies. Like The movies are not interesting. I have not I don't seen... Know where they, I don't know where they're getting their storylines, but... 
I haven't been to a movie for a long time either. I mean, the last movie I saw in the theaters, I think, was Ghostbusters, which I loved. I thought it was great. And before that, it was like Deadpool. But it's so interesting. I mean, I I really want to see Moonlight, which sounds like a fantastic film. But you know a movie like La La Land and stuff? I really, like... I saw La La Land. You saw La La Land? Yeah, I did. And, you know, compared to the musical they used to have, it was... They basically did a couple of dances. That was all. But you know what? There's nothing else better. That's why they got it. But they didn't get the last one. They didn't get the uh, SAG Awards. Well, you're paying attention. Well, because I'm watching these. uh, Well, I didn't watch all the SAG Awards, but it comes on the Internet the next day who won. But, you know, I don't even care about the dresses anymore. I don't think. I think they're all uh, trying to plunge who's going to go lower than the other. What? Showing their boobs? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing. That's that's the reverse of there's a currency to being attractive, right? So you show if, if you're slim and beautiful, you show what you got. That's your currency. We can't really show our, you know, although show your I'm a bear. See, I get this. I get to live this really weird life where to some people I'm a sexual ideal. I'm a I'm a sexual dynamo, mother. How about that? Eh? Well, you've seen some of my boyfriends. Yeah. Have I not dated some hot cubs? Yes, you have. Were you, what, is, what did you think? Were you surprised? Were you like, how does, how does my fat son pick up those no, hot boys? You're, you're good looking. You're very nice. You're very smart. So I'm not nice. We can't, we can't agree that I'm nice. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yes. You can be very nice. I can be. Yes. But I'm not. It's Why not my... you lose it? Yes, you are. You think I have nice. a temper? You think I have a bad temper? Yeah, you lose it sometimes. I lose it? I, I lose my cool? Yeah. What do you think of me going to Mississippi? Getting away from winter. What's the weather like there now? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're, you're, yeah, you're getting out of, you know, some could say you're jumping into the fire. I, why? America is an interesting tire fire right now. I mean, I love, you know, I, it's I well think, known. I don't think. You know what? Our family is always, you've always brought us to America. We've been going to America since. You brought it, you, we've right. been you used to go to America a lot. Like, don't you kind of feel American? Like, there's a cool no. part of... No, I'm very comfortable going to the States. Very comfortable. We've gone a lot. But, no, no what's going on there? Excuse me, it's not going to affect... When you go to America, do you feel any different than you're in Canada, really? No. I mean, that's... A th- and it's just like, I'm not, I don't... I love it's Canada. And I'm, I'm not... I, I want to be very, very clear. Like, it's not like, I forsake Canada for America. I love Canada where I'm from, especially at a time like now where you're seeing the, you know, the, the pluses, um, certainly. I mean, and you know what? One of the greatest, like, the whole thing that confuses me the most, Mom, is, is, is how people could fight something as fundamentally, like, needed as health care. How could you fight? Yeah, I don't understand. I like I, I don't like I I think one of the biggest tricks the American government has as as or the Republicans who are just evil bastards basically have have taught people that the concept of health care is bad. And it's just kind of like and and a lot of people are finding it too late. There's a lot of people that didn't even know that the uh the Affordable Health Care Act and Obamacare weren't the same goddamn thing. 
Now, I don't know why they're doing that because they put themselves out as being the biggest and the best. Well, they sure are not when it takes when it comes time to take care of their people. What should people care about? Family, friends. You know, I read recently that I always tell my book club that meeting we meet every two weeks. And our meetings are equivalent to going to a psychiatrist because we talk with each other. And I saw recently one of the ways to stay young, there are six ways you can stay young, and one of them is having friends, spending time with friends. I believe in that. I work at having friends. You have to work it shouldn't be work. It's not work, but I mean, you have to keep in touch and, you know, and they invite you, you go and you do things. I have different types of friends. Some I do one thing with, some I do other things with. Very important to make friends. Keep in I'm touch 40 with years friends. old, for Christ's sakes, Mom. So? You could have told me this sooner. <laughs> I am very, I have, I have. Well, a, you've always had friends. I've always, and I have good friends. I've had friends that have had. I have a lot of the same friends that I've had since... Uh, yeah, I know. School days. Yeah. So make sure you keep in touch. You know, you don't like everything about everybody, but... But you know what? The important thing is, is not to only make friends, but to know when to release a friend. That's a very important thing as well. Sometimes you, you have... Friendships have an... Ex, ex, some... I have released one. I've got one off. Only one in all my life. Oh, my God. But I will have nothing to do with that person. I've cut off some people very, very close to me. Because essentially the friendship, I felt that I was, you know, if you find you're in a situation where you're the one calling, you're the one checking in, you're the one whatever, ultimately you're just a point where it's like, you know what, I don't really give a fuck that much about this person. Well, Why am I, why am I even making Well, you don't have to swear, but if there's something I'm about I'm a vulgar that, person. You, you know, I think you get something from everybody. And even if they don't always call you. If there's something you like about these people, then you just keep in touch. You know, um, there's something about me that I'm all about. I don't like things hovering. I like completion. I like if there's something. There's no completion until you die. How about that? Wow. That actually goes along with one of my, uh, I, have a, I have a saying, life is fluid. I think that's one of the greatest. Yes, life is fluid, but you have to go along with it. But that's that's part of the life is fluid thing. Don't try and jump onto my theories and try and make them your own. Life is fluid captures exactly what you said. Okay. Mom, have you ever uh, have you have you sent angry emails before? If I've sent emails. Angry emails. No. To your friends. Oh God, no! I wouldn't do that. I've sent you some angry emails. Not very good. <laughs> They're pretty well, but Not a good thing to do. I try. You know, if you're mad at somebody, you type it in, and then you put it on, uh, what do you call it? Uh, you put it in your file. You don't send it. No. Well, I have a whole file. I have a whole, I have a whole file of emails I would send well, to you. Well, you know what? Every once in a while, you go in and you erase them all. I, I agree with that completely. 
I agree with because it, as I get older, one of the things that I learned is that everybody doesn't have to know everything that I think of them no. or everything that I think. Period. I don't tell people. There was something. There was something about my. I only tell people the good things. There was something about my youth where I always felt that people needed to know what I was thinking or what I thought of them and stuff. For some reason, I just and ultimately, as you get older, you realize that people just don't have to know anything. They don't. Which is kind of. But now I do a podcast and I'm telling everybody what I think. I over Christmas I sent up. Ugh, I got drunk. Don't. So you put it under draft. But when you're drunk, you're not going to put something under draft, Mom. Well, if you're drunk, that's your big drunk. Your computer. That is something I learned. I used to tape it up, but sometimes you kind of forget. Don't forget. I sent an email to an ex-boyfriend. Oh my god, and it was a bad one. Do you know how weird it is? Like. We dated 10 years ago, and I was just like, and I, because I just had a conversation, a friend of mine is still friends with it, so I basically, I sent an email that was a, I was a drunken rant email. Well, did you send one and say, I apologize if I've upset you? Well, this is one of your most embarrassing things. I forgot that I had sent that horrible email to him, and it was a horrible, like, did he, did he reply? I'll see you in hell email. Did he reply? He didn't reply to the first one, but it was literally like, I'll see you in hell. You can burn. I literally well, just. Well, if he was smart, he would have ignored it. He did. Good. But here's the funny thing. Yeah. I woke up Christmas Eve and I had a dream. I had a nightmare. And then I, I woke up from the nightmare and then I, I, you know, you know, sometimes a nightmare really upsets you and can really yeah, get yeah. to you. I had one of those kind of nightmares. And then I, um, and then I woke up from it and I kind of went back to sleep. And the two people that entered my dream was my ex-boyfriend and Kevin's wife, Jennifer. And it was just a very pleasant, and it was a really wonderful kind of feeling. They were old friends. I haven't seen Jen in a while and I haven't seen, you know, my ex in a long time. And it was a really positive, you know, it, it was, it, it was, and so I woke up from that dream and I sent both. My ex and Jennifer an email. The email I got back from Jennifer was, she's like, oh, thank you so much for thinking of me. You know, hope you're great. You know, it was wrong. was this time? The email I got back from my ex was, who the fuck do you think you are? Do you remember the last email you sent me? And I, did, and I was like, oh, no. You said, so you said one back and said, no, I don't. And I apologize. That's it. But there's no saving face there. No, just do that. Well, you, that's what I did. You're not going to see that person again anyway. But the thing about it is, is that we dated for four and a half years. But we dated for four and a half years, so you feel... Yeah, so you, just... Uh, no, no. I have boyfriends all through my life. What boy? What? You were married for how many years? What do you mean you had boyfriends? I had boyfriends when I was younger. So when you break up, you break up. You go on to the next. You can, some of them you can stay friends with, and others you don't. But sometimes he was my first love, though. It's hard to let oh, go. Big, don't let yourself get carried away with that. Mom, have we just met? Don't get yourself. I'm. Away. Um, it's part of my creative identity. Uh, I'm move packed. on. Move on. Find someone else. I do. Good. I have. And I've met other men. Don't go back to the. But sometimes, you know yeah. what? You know, Malcolm, if I went back even 10 years at things that have hurt me, no, 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 you don't do that. It's not just things that, but you know what? Sometimes 
you're you're not no just it's not even about the person you're, you're just not so, going to be you're not going to let me finish no because you're not going to convince me can i finish a okay. sentence one sentence one sentence i don't want to talk about that i told you it's in the past it's done I'm simply trying to say okay. that it's not always about the person. It's more of a nostalgia for the time when you're with the person. Okay, so... Is that acceptable? Okay. So I don't really miss him so much as I miss the time that... Like that time I of my life. I was yeah, younger. I was fearless. I miss I was, when I was 22 also. Okay. So now you move on. Moving on. Yeah. So when do you leave to go to Mississippi? Uh, I leave at the beginning, well, in a few, a few weeks. I don't want to say the exact. You're running away. You're not. You don't want to help me move. Yeah, you're. Yeah, I'm not running. Look, I would be happy. The, the funny thing about it is, is that that Kickstarter, and thank God. And at the end of the podcast, I'm going to thank. There's some people who paid to get a thank you on. on uh, on, on blowhard, which I'll, I'll gladly do. Um, but you know what? I didn't think that Kickstarter was going to work. For anybody who doesn't know, I, I, I said at the top of the thing, I did a Kickstarter for this thing. Um, and a Kickstarter, anybody anybody who's thinking of doing a Kickstarter, they really want to think, they really want to think about it. Because it's, it's hard. It's emotional. Look, it's not digging ditches. I don't want to pretend. But it is emotional turmoil. It is literally an incredibly intense experience. Those thirty days, because it's you're you're constantly it's like you're constantly begging, harassing, begging. Da 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 da. da. It's so a pain in the ass. So you put yourself in a position where you do that again. But congratulations on it. But I can't believe you were. I was with you the day that it, yeah. I didn't think that day started. I didn't think we we're going to make it. And you did it that day. And the thing is, the secret is we had a deal that I never told anybody about. If that Kickstarter didn't work, what was I going to do? Quit. I was going to quit. We made it. I made a deal with you that you said because it gets, it's nervous. I mean, I still have the Phantom movie, which uh, which is coming out. But after the fa after I finished the Phantom, I would was going to walk away. If I couldn't make, well, if I couldn't make a movie. With a subject matter this rich, in, in basically, I've, I've done a few gay movies now, so it's very much my genre, gay documentaries, social issues and stuff. If I can't, in this climate, get a movie like that made, there's no point. I'm, I shouldn't even exist. Well, I wouldn't say that. That's, That's how I felt. You know how many people are trying to get into this film business. Yeah, but I've been doing it for over 25 years now. Hey, yeah. Malcolm, yes. So a, a lot of artists are in the same boat. And not everybody succeeds, and it's too bad. But if you have the means to continue, you do. If you don't, you have to wake up one day and say, hey, it's not working. After 25, Mom, you know what? I'm an, I'm a, I'm an employable at this point. Nobody's going to hire me. My resume says like I've been a, a freelance filmmaker for 25 years. I wouldn't hire. Then you look at something else. Like what? You're still young enough. You look at something else. I'm 48 else. years old. You can still do something. Like what? You're only halfway. Well, lucky, uh, luckily and miraculously, it worked out. So I don't have to quit the business and I could keep making movies. Good. Very do you like having, what do you think of, you, 
What do you think of me being a, a gay social filmmaker? Don't mind you being gay. I don't know about that. I don't mind you being gay. I tell all my friends that I'm not a. Am I really you proud of it? Am I like your? No. Like my son's gay. No. Am I? A, am no. I trendy? No. 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 You're just one of four of my children. One that happens to be gay. That's all. Do you feel nervous at any time telling people that Never. I'm gay? Never. No? Never. Do you ever get a bad reaction? Never. Come on. No. No? No. no. Never had a bad reaction. No. Have you ever had somebody try to be like, I got a gay son, we should hook each other up? <laughs> no. <laughs> really? No. I've had somebody tell me that they have a nephew for Caroline, trying to get her to meet. What about me? I haven't had any offers. Fine. So you've had no pro. I don't know if that's true. What? Would you like it better? Well, see the thing about Adam, it. It really doesn't bother me at all. I would like you to see with a partner, man or woman, doesn't matter. But that I would like all of you to have a partner. That is the one thing that I would really like to see. Fair enough. As far as you being a filmmaker, I think you're very good at it. I've seen you do interviews. I, I know how good you are and how well you treat it and how professional you are. But I hate the business because anybody else, now mind you, whenever I say that you're a movie maker, some people will tell me, oh, well, you know, so-and-so is a producer or so-and-so filmed or something, so they give me their name for me to give you. And I tell them they're in the wrong business because I know how much heartache you've been through. So in a way, I would like you to get out of it. And do what? What can you see me doing? You could do something else. Like what? I'm not going to give you a list now. You want to give me one? Give me one. You see? teach. Teach what? Movies. Uh, you know what? I would love to teach movies. You you could teach at Sheridan College. I but I couldn't. Like I mean, but, because I because I didn't graduate from university. You don't have to. I don't know if that's true. In the colleges. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Because I looked into going to teach. French. So I think a good. I, the thing that would I think I'd make me a good teacher is it, that it, I would yeah. teach honestly. Yeah. I would be like, look, because the first thing I'd say to anybody who's thinking of getting into film is if you could see yourself doing anything else, do anything it. else, do that. Yeah. Because this job is going to, like, if you can be happy with the only thing you'll ever get is if you're very lucky, the best case scenario is that you'll be sitting one day at the back of a theater at a film festival while an audience is, watches the thing you make. If that's enough... Because you can't, and I was always, I never thought that I was going to, I was never starry-eyed. I mean. No, I it, know. I was always very reasonable. But it all comes down to money. Unfortunately. Well, that's the world. You have, yeah. You have to pay the rent. You cannot survive without making money. So, you know, and unfortunately. How have I, I survived this long? My mom's good. You've helped me out. Yes, I have. You've helped me out when you couldn't. You've been you've been very supportive. A lot. When I was younger, it must have been difficult to raise somebody. 
It must be very hard for well, parents. Well, no, it wasn't. Because when you were younger, it was different. You didn't have to earn a living the same way. But no. as you got older, you have to earn a living. No, I'm saying when I was younger, it must have been hard to have a kid that was so into... Because I, I knew what I wanted to do. Since no, I, no, no, no. You, we never give you a hard time. We always I, I'm not went, accusing... No. I'm, no, but we you're always, being offensive now. We always a, went to all... Because no, you always say I don't support you. We I'm always, not, I don't always... I just said right on this podcast that you supported me. Okay. We always went to all your functions. Always. Oh, my God. How hard was that to go to film festival parties? Well, it wasn't our thing, but we loved you doing it like, because you, it were you. Yeah, yeah but, but we, you liked doing it because it was a nice meal. And that, that, we supported you as much as we could. With our presents and with our dollars. Look, you're being definitive about no, that. But I'm, I'm just asking you, it must have been hard to have a kid because I wasn't a good student. I was never interested. The trouble with you is your teachers liked you too much, so they let you get away with too much. That was a problem. That was And you problem. put an end to that a couple of times. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. You had a teacher come to our house to find out if you were okay. Come on. Really? You don't remember that? No. And I thought, this takes the cake. Why? What? Yeah. For the teacher to come to your house. And see if I was okay? Yeah. Really. That you bothered don't, you? You don't remember, eh? We lived on Spoos at the time. Well, I remember there was one time that the teacher, because you, you were threatening to take away my cat. And my te- I remember my teacher, Mrs. Skiller. Had to, you were going to, you, you were, it must have been frustrating because I was a horrible student and I never went to class. High school, I was, I admit, I don't know, I think about how. How did you end up being so smart? I don't know, I don't think I'm that smart. But you take after your father. The thing about it is, I was a horrible student. I was, there was no doubt. I never went to school. I remember at least 10 times in my life, I remember being woken up because you, you were a real estate agent. And you worked very hard when we were young, and Dad worked very hard. And basically, sometimes you would have an open house or something. You'd have something you'd have to go to, and you would leave before we were supposed to go to school. And I would go back to sleep <laughs> instead of going to school. And I remember there was a bunch of times I'd come back, and you threw water in my face. You were like, you son of a bitch. You get up and you get to school. I'm sure I didn't say son of a bitch, for one thing. But you absolutely threw water on me. I certainly could have done that. Could have? Yes, I remember that. I remember I could have. You're talking that. I don't remember. I don't have a good memory for so many years ago. I wouldn't remember the good things. Okay. I I don't blame you for throwing water on me. I was being a... Anyway, I wish you luck with the two projects you have on now. Are you just, like... Yes, because I'm tired. <laughs> really? Yes. The podcast. Is I don't have anything else to say till next time. Right. I'll try to be better. I'll be. I'll try to be more ready next time to have something to talk about. Well, I mean, sometimes podcasting is just. I think it's nice to just have a conversation. I don't like. It's the same way my interviewing style when I'm interviewing people. I don't like to sit there with a list of things. No, no. Sometimes it's good to have things you you want to talk about. Subjects, but with you, yeah. But with you, there's no point in that because you're not gonna. You're gonna do whatever the hell you're gonna do. I've lived with you enough in my life that I know 
that I could sit here and try and have a whole well, agenda. Well, it depends. Uh, I can have a whole agenda of things that I want to talk about, and you're going to be like, bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Well, if it interests me, yes. Some of the things I'm not interested in, I don't think you should talk about. Apparently most of the things I... No. I'd bore you. You don't bore me. I think I'd bore you. Anyway... It was. I'm very happy to have you back. I haven't podcast in a while. As I said, it's it's been a crazy time for a lot of different reasons. But I'm, I wanted to kind of have you back. Next week we're gonna have another guest, and we're gonna kind of keep changing them up. I'm enjoying doing the podcast. I'm kind of getting back on my feet, and things are getting back together. Let me tell you, Mom, gout is a mother. <laughs> I know anyone I mention it to, they be gout is apparently is. gout. To men is like childbirth to women, and please, women, don't get offended because I, I don't want I. I I'm sure I'm sure having a human like I'm sure having a human being come through your vagina must be an incredibly. Yeah, you know I don't remember. Um, I'm not asking. I'm just saying, but gout hurts a lot. But uh, I'm looking forward. But we'll have you back in the near future. But it was lovely. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for taking the time to join us on Blowhard. I know that you have you have the people who love you and the people that hate you. Just like me. That's okay. Bye, everybody. Till next Bye. time. Thank you very much, Glow. I'm going to wrap things up, but thank you very much for your time, Glow. I appreciate it. Well, I'm looking forward to getting back to Blowhard. And, uh, again, I'm going to try and do it. I'm not going to do it every week, but I'm going to try and get uh, at least two or three out a month. Uh, thank you so much for listening. You could reach us at blowhardbox at gmail.com. You could find me on Facebook. It's a dorky picture of me leaning its car under Malcolm Ingram. Follow me on Twitter under Malcolm Ingram. I'm going to be in Mississippi for a while, in Biloxi. If anybody feels like stopping by, give me a shout. I'm going to be at the Just Us Lounge, filming Southern Pride, thanks to you good people. Which brings me to, I want to give a shout out to some of the people who helped out the Kickstarter. And the only thing they asked for the generous donation was a shout out on Blowhard, of which I will happily, happily provide. So, uh, I would like to thank Nina Stewart, Derek J. Semsik, Michelle Morrison, Evil One 135, Derby City Productions, Sydney Robert Rothschild Rochelle, um, Ben Gummery, Matthew Kirschenblatt, Kevin Schroes, Dennis Versteeg, Martin Major, Bronwyn Schneider, Robin Sullivan, Andrew T. Smith, Jane Lim, Malcolm James Laird, Emma Borsellino, Zachary Lehman, Paul Butterworth, Rebecca John Lovegrove, Jan Roger Hendon, Colleen Kennedy, uh, who I just saw at the, uh, I just saw at the, uh, the, uh, Women's March the other day. Very cool seeing her. Holly Dog Films, Scott Paul Morgan, Erica Winter. All of you people were very generous and pledged to help this make this movie a reality. My God, I hope it doesn't suck. But I think, um, 
even with my limited capabilities, I think we have a great subject, and I'm really looking forward to bringing it to y'all. So thank you for helping with the Kickstarter. If I missed anybody on the thank yous or if I mispronounced anything, please reach me at blowhardbox at gmail.com, and we'll gladly correct it. Again, thank you so much for listening, everybody. That was Blowhard. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com.